Welcome back to the Angel Be For Real podcast, where you can get all of your motivation, entertainment, inspiration, and everything in between. Welcome back. Today's episode, episode number two, is named, What Can You Do? That question can be taken in so many different ways, but that is the question of the hour, is what can you do? Now, I know that we have jobs, a lot of us have nine to fives, and you can do your job. You go to work, you get a paycheck to pay your bills and all that good stuff. But when I say, what can you do? What can you do if you didn't have to have that nine to five? And don't get me wrong. Some of you all may love your job, but I'm almost certain if you had a choice, you wouldn't be working for somebody else, be working for yourself. So if that was to appear in your life, what can you do? You ask yourself, well, what do I love to do? What do I like to do? What do I enjoy doing? The question seems very simple. But when you get to that point in your business plan of trying to figure out what can I do to start my business, the first question is, well, shit, what do I love to do? Well, what do I even like to do? Do I even know what that is? And that's what we're here to discuss today. What can you do? So I have my first guest on this podcast, and it is my mama, Dr. Sheila Spears Armstrong. And she's here to talk about just that because we had some conversations because, you know, we always together doing something. And we just kind of talked freely and we thought about, damn, this would be a great conversation for our listeners. And she had to ask herself that question, what can I do? And if you know her, you know she's done a lot. And if you don't know her, you're about to hear it. So my mother uh, recently retired from 40 years of service in the government. But let me tell you what she's done over the last 40 years and still had to ask herself this last year, well, shit, what can I do? So Dr. Sheila Spears Armstrong, AKA my mama, she graduated from Coolidge Senior High School. She got her undergraduate degree at the University of Maryland in physical education and therapy. What is it called? Therapeutics. And therapeutics. She has a master's degree in education from the National Lewis University, a CPM, and for us folks that didn't finish college, that means certified public manager. She got that from George Washington University. She has her doctorate degree in organizational leadership from the Augusta University. And then in 2022, because she ain't have nothing else to do besides spend some more money in education, and she was interested in what I was doing, she decided to get her license as a salesperson in real estate. And she did that too. She is now a licensed real estate agent in the state of Maryland. So welcome Dr. Sheila Spears Armstrong, AKA my mama to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Angel. Um, yeah, I've done a lot of things and I've enjoyed most of everything that you spoke about and 
I remember a lot of people used to say, each time I enrolled into another school, they would say, another school, another school. And I used to always tell them that I just, I'm like Maya Angelou. I just don't like not knowing. And I'm very curious. So I was talking the other day that um, when I finished the doctorate degree, someone asked me, well, what are you going to do now? And I said, well, I'm going to, I couldn't answer. So then I said, he asked me, well, what can you do? And that was a puzzling question for me because I can tell him I've taught school. I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with people. And I've always enjoyed working with people. But let me stop you. When he asked you that you were still working at, at your job. Correct. Which at that time was? I was working with homelessness and I was an ADA coordinator, which I helped persons with disabilities. And where was that at? That was at my D.C. government job. Which was the Department of Human Services? Yes. Okay. Yes. I worked at the Department of Human Services in D.C. Okay. And I just was like on break. I just couldn't figure it out. And he said, what? Tell me some of the interesting things you did at the job. And to make this quickly, to make my point, is I used to collect the data for RecWare for Department of Parks and Recreation and created a database for how you register at Parks and Recreation. Then I went and worked with another group of folks and we created the database that we used at the Housing the Homeless and tracking homeless people in the city. So hold on, can I stop her right there? Because what she's probably getting ready to forget, but I didn't forget because I remember all that furniture and stuff that was in the places that was, you know, everybody, you know, everybody benefited. But she housed the homeless people who came here from Louisiana when Katrina hit. So she housed how many hundreds of people there? It was hundreds. It hundreds was of hundreds. people. All them folks that was in them hotels and stuff downtown in D.C. <laughs> and the, what's that, in the, what's the, the building over there in Southeast? What's that building? What's the big, the bubble thing? What's that? The, oh, over Harriet Tubman. Yeah, all those places. So she was involved in housing those people. And we got receipts in case you don't believe it. But go ahead. Yeah, well, what, what, what ended up in that housing, those folks, the young man said to me, and he was also a graduate um, doctorate candidate. He said, well, then you need to put your resume together for your next steps because education, you can't just put that on the resume. That's what I can do. I can do education. What does that mean? Oh, I can do organizational leadership. And we just discussed those things I did in that process, but what could I actually do? He said, if you have put together databases to track the homelessness, the homeless people and all of that, then you can put on your resume that you can do database creations. You could do database. And that was the first time I had ever dealt deep in what can I do. So what I wanted to just explain quickly is I, I'm just a type of person that has to have something to do. And when we were discussing this topic, I really realized what I can do is get along with a lot of people. What I do know is that whatever I do, it generally involves people and it generally involves my involvement with different 
aspects of folks, whether it's a person with special needs, whether it's a senior, whether it's um, a homeless person, or whether it's my girlfriends that are PhDs or no Ds. It doesn't matter. I've always gotten along with people. And I've always been true to myself of completion. So when we talked about what can you do, and I've had a business before, and I still have a business, and now I am the proud real estate salesperson I am. So what I can give people as advice is that you have to search your soul on what you're good at, what makes you happy. Even Russell Simmons, who wrote many books on wealth, he said that you must do something that you like, something that you're good at. Because if you don't, you may not stick with it. Because I know for years I've had visions of sending proposals to Oprah, sending my brother's artwork to Oprah, um, always having a vision, conceptualizing something that I can do. Can I, can I ask you a question? Yes. Okay, so this is my podcast. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. Because, <laughs> because Dr. Sheila Armstrong is getting ready to start her own podcast because uh, uh, I thought I asked the question, but now it's turning to um, <laughs> it's turning to the Dr. Sheila Armstrong podcast. So let's get back to what you can do. And clearly you can do a lot. But I do have um, a question for you. Okay. And my question is... Um, since you had to come to an epiphany of what can you do besides list all your accomplishments, right? And you can list even the names of people who you've helped over the last 40 some years. We could have a list and a line of people that mm-hmm. you've helped, that you've networked with to, to help them in their lives, right? So what what is it that made you say... I want to become a real estate agent now because I now know what I can do besides, you know, the business part, the nine to five, the housing, the homeless. I mean, you do have multiple businesses, so it's not like you're just a real estate agent. But since you are only a business owner, you are no longer a ADA coordinator for the district government. You're no longer the the liaison to, to house the Katrina victims. Now you are... Dr. Schiller Armstrong, Dr. Schiller Spears Armstrong, who is the owner of Everybody Counts LLC that houses the seniors in their living spaces and in healthcare facilities. You are the salesperson who can now help you and advise you on selling and buying a home. What is it that you can do since you have those businesses? What are you providing now that you know what you can do past what those titles gave you? Well, that's a great question, daughter. And, you know, when I tie together all of those, because what you can do is not tied to a title. Um, You can have many titles. But what you can do, I found a common thread on what I have done most of my life. And most of my life, I have been a committed person to whatever I'm doing. So commitment is a big deal. Honesty. I know that being honest within what I am doing is one way that I can make sure that people trust me. 
when you say I can have a line of people here, that's true because of trust. Um, what can I do, um, you know, when I have a lot of different businesses I've had, you know, I can make centerpieces. I've had a flower shop. All of these type of things, I'm just figuring it out. And that's why I'm on this new journey because it still involves people. The common thread, as I said, over all of my degrees, over all of the work I've done is liking people. I like people and I give of myself to those things. And even in business, I had great customers. I make friends very easy, but you know, you have to be a friend to have a friend. I know you tell me that all the time and I try my best to do that. I mean, <laughs> I try to watch you do it. Well, the thing about it is commitment to what you say, honesty, making sure that you your completion, completion from one task to another is so important, especially in business. Um, and I know that with your episode, you're going to be talking about mompreneurs and you're going to be talking about strong women entrepreneurs. They will have some common thread. A lot of it has to do with stick to itness. You have to stick to it um, every day because if you don't, you fall short. You know, even if you have children, grandchildren, you still have to carve out that time for yourself to continue to stick with what you're doing. Some businesses may take you two years, three years to develop totally. Don't let that discourage you because with you doing multitasking and doing certain, you know, so many different things, you have to have some things about your character. And your character is what helps you with your business. A lot of people may want to separate it, but it doesn't. So I'm just saying that I've just really found out even getting my real estate license, what does that still involve? People. That involves me being honest, having commitment. You know, if I tell you I'm going to call you back, I have to call you back. I have to be on time. So you can acknowledge that you, you, you know for sure that regardless of what job has been, regardless of what, whether it's been your Moods Unlimited business, whether it's your Everybody Counts business, whether it's you as a real estate agent with Angel B Solutions, every, the common thread is you working with people, you being able to give yourself of service to people. Correct. Because if I was not a person that could give myself to people and accept people for where they are and treat everyone fairly and the same, I wouldn't have been successful in any of those endeavors. And even with my government job and now in businesses, it's the same thread that all of everything includes all of it. Okay, awesome. Okay, so my next question to you is, you've traveled all over the world from Africa to Europe to the Caribbean. Correct. Now that you have had this epiphany, you're trying to figure out, or you're on the road to figuring out, what can I do? What is the next, where is the next place that you would like to travel that you haven't been? Since we know that you've been to Africa, we know that you've been to Europe. Greece is in Europe, right? <laughs> I'm just asking you, is, is it? No, 
No. But it's in okay. the Mediterranean. Okay, so you've been to Europe, you've been to Greece, you've been to the Caribbean. Where would you like to go next in between all these businesses that you're that you're starting and in, in, in conquering? Um, I've just been again in the last four or five years, like cruising, okay. right before the pandemic. So I would like to get on the Royal Celebrity Cruise Ship. Nice. And travel to two or three different destinations. Okay. And um, because when you you look at these places internationally, they look like photographs. A lot of people only can see them as photographs. And I've seen them through my eyes. And even on these trips, I meet people. I meet people that I've stayed in touch with um, because that common thread I talk about, whether it's traveling, whether it's my business, it is that common thread. And that's what I know I can do. So... Yes, that's what I, I like traveling. And don't forget Dubai uh, and Cuba. And Now look at her showing. Oh, now she wants to tell us where she's been. Okay, she's been to Dubai. <laughs> she's been to Cuba. She's been to Greece on a cruise. Okay, she was with the Africa with her baby father, a.k.a. my daddy. I mean, that was her, that was her husband at the time. But, but she'd been to Africa. And we just came back from Jamaica two years ago um, because me and my kids try to travel. And my mom... She thinks that I'm just supposed to pay for her to go on, on trips with us. That's what's happening so far. So uh, we're going to try to keep that going. Um, so that's where I would like to go, yes. Is to where? Oh, yeah, you uh, said the Royal Caribbean. Royal Celebrity. Yes, to the Caribbean, and they go to other various, you know, ports. Okay, okay. Um, next question is, you've overcome so much tragedy with your with the sudden death of your son 20 years ago. What was it in you that would that allowed you to continue on providing services and help to other people? Good question. So he didn't even see that one coming. You know that was even I didn't coming. Know that was coming. No, 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 no. Well, I can say this to you. Um, I know a lot of people that have lost their children. I lost my only son, William. And you're right, that was twenty years ago. But what I decided I had a project due two weeks after his funeral, and I was committed that I was going to get back to work to do that. So right, because, because you're an overachiever, so we know that, but go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what happened is I did go back to work two weeks after the funeral to launch a database that I put together, but I kept praying and praying to God, and it came into my head, and I shared that with people that have tragedy. If you put one foot in front of the other, and keep walking, God is pushing you forward. So that's what I do. I kept one foot. I didn't go get on medicine. I didn't go get on sleeping aids. I didn't do any of that. But when you also have children that are still here, you have to still be present for your children and your grandchildren. So what I've done is just kept one foot in front of the other. Every door that God opens for me, I jumped through it, and that's how I've gotten 20 years to still look for something to do. Awesome. Fantastic. Wonderful. 
Uh, okay, so um, thank wasn't, you for that. Wasn't ready for that one either, were you? Right, <laughs> right. That was wonderful. That was, and just so you know, guys, this is not scripted. Like my podcast is not scripted. Yes, if my mom is my mom, so we talk about things on a daily basis. So it's easy for me to con to converse with her without having to script questions and stuff like that. We just kind of knew we wanted to have a conversation about what you can do, and then go from there. Um, and yeah. excuse me, can I sure enter one more thing? A lot of people give up after they retire and leave work mm -hmm. because they haven't researched themselves mm -hmm. to find out what they can do. And, you know, the thing about it is you have to have passion for what you do, whether it's your job, mm -hmm. whether it's after your job. But I can be certain to let folks out there know that there's life after retirement. There's traveling after retirement. There's beauty after retirement. You know, a lot of people say we look like sisters all the time. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep yourself up. That's right. You have to stay healthy. Even if you have some health concerns as you get older, you know what to do because the doctors told you what to do. So that's what life is about as getting older. Have great friends. Work your business. Introduce them to your businesses. Make sure that as an entrepreneur that you are being kind to people because people will follow you. Mm -hmm. But you can't be on nasty or think you've made it. You have to make sure that on a daily basis that you are engaging people wherever they are. Very good, very good. So now that you retired a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. two years ago? Yes. Now that you've retired, you obviously didn't allow any grass to grow under your feet. You went straight to, let me get my real estate license, and now it's time to start a new business with my daughter, and that has been going fantastic. And just so you know, while she was working on getting her real estate license, because she does know databases so well, she was able to help me with my database <laughs> to keep my client information right and how I'm able to manage my business. So thanks to her for being able to do that. And I think that may have inspired her like, damn, I think I want to get my real estate license Look too. Look at them checks. <laughs> right. So, so, so that, that may have also helped. But you didn't let any grass grow under your feet. And what can you tell other women who are over 62 and are getting ready to retire and don't want to sit at home and do nothing. What, what advice can you give them as far as how can they figure out, what can they do to figure out what they love? Because you have some women who have been wives and mothers and, and employees all their life. And then at 65, 70 years old, 62 years old, they're like, oh shit, I'm not working no more. My kids are grown. My grandkids are damn near grown. But I'm not ready to go sit down somewhere. What else can I do? And they don't even know where to start. What would you recommend for them to be able to figure out how to dig deep inside to figure out what they may like? What would be their first step to figure out what they may like at that age? YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what I did not know, and a lot of persons my age don't know, um, I remember in 98, Dr. Rockler told me, don't be angry that I had to read literally, manually read hundreds of books because there is now Google. And I can say this to women my age and older entrepreneurs, 
You don't have to do the hard work anymore. You can do research online. You can go to YouTube. You can make certain that you can Google any question that you want to ask. But you have to dig deep in what you feel. If you want to lay home and watch TV all day, then do it. But those of you that want to start new businesses or expand the businesses that you were still working while you were working, you must dig in deep inside of what you like to do. Because we like to say at my age, look, I'm going to say what I mean. I'm going to say what I think. Because I can't at this age. But do something about it. You have to get up to do something about it. You have to feel it. You have to make sure. And look, I love that I'm working with you, my daughter. Look inside your own family who has businesses. You know, we need to help each other. It's really important. Um, I know, Angel, that you post a lot of information on your podcast and website. Then people should share in them. We should make sure that if you have other business persons in your family, Tap into them. Ask the questions. Don't be shy. Don't feel like you... Don't be intimidated. That's the word I want to use. Because um, just ask the questions. And education is a lot about being curious. Ask the questions. Working your own business has a lot to do with being consistent. Mm-hmm. So have fun. So basically you're saying tap into yourself. So yes. if you 65 and you like twerking in the mirror, then make you an OnlyFans page and twerk in the in the in the OnlyFans camera. Because guess what? There are 70-year-old men who want to see a 65, 70-year-old woman twerking in the camera. If that's what you want to do. If you want to make candles, then you if you love the scent of candles, then you go to the store, you go online, you go to YouTube, like my mom said, and you start researching what ingredients to make you the candles you like with the scents that you like so that you can create those candles and that stuff will make you feel good. The things that make you feel good have nothing to do with money. The money comes if you're good at it because you know, because you love to do it. I watch all kind of podcasts all the time. And I watched one the other day. Dame Dash was on. I'm not really a big fan fan of Dame Dash, but he is a smart brother. And he said the people who are successful in business are not because they're the best at it. They're the best ones who study the craft, who studied what they love and were consistent. And that's why they were successful, not because they were the best at it. So whatever you love. I don't care if it's if it's melting candles, if it's making flowers. I don't care if it's twerking in the camera. I don't care if it's a podcast. I don't care if it's selling real estate. I don't care if it's out feeding the homeless. Whatever it is that you love to do, start figuring out how you're going to do it. If you're still working, figure out how you can find one hour a week to do what you love. And then see how that blossoms into two hours a week and three hours a week. If you know you're already in your business and you're trying to figure out, damn, what can I do to get to the next level? Hone in on what, what, what makes you happy. What, 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 what gifts that God gave you that you can capitalize on. And when I say capitalize, I don't mean money. I'm talking about capitalize within yourself that makes you feel good because you can be rich within yourself that has nothing to do with money. 
Okay. It doesn't make you happy either. Don't make yeah. Money don't make you happy. I mean, don't you know, get me wrong. I, I, now, I still want to make some money, but yeah, because when you because when you broke, I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not a good feeling. However, when you have money and you've had money, because I can say if you have some money, it make you real happy right then, right? But if you've had money for years, that money is not going to keep you happy and fulfilled. You still have to figure out something that love that you love to do that makes you feel loved. Yes, and you told me, Angel, that um, you were talking about your different episodes that you may have. That comes under that generational wealth you're going to be speaking about. Yeah. And you have so many topics that's coming up to women like me. Like I said, you can have all the education in the world, but if you don't have the passion, the commitment, and the... The drive. The drive. The drive. But also get with someone else that has it. Yeah, ask you know? the questions. Don't be afraid. Everybody doesn't make you feel comfortable about about expressing what you love to do and how you want. How can you go? How can you go about doing it? And 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 that's gonna happen no matter. But there is somebody, whether you know it or not, there is somebody who will make you feel safe enough to express those thoughts and those ideas with them. Find that person. If if you can't find them, DM me. I'm that person. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Great idea or yeah, that's all right. He's gonna tell you more than what you wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I'm not gonna shut you down. I'm gonna open you up. So 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 if you can't find a person, you can you can text me, you can DM me, you can email me, and I'll let you know if it's a good idea. I mean, I'm not the good idea expert, but I will support you in your ideas because guess what that's all that matters get your ideas in place get your businesses in place get your finances in place get your mindset in place and on that note you have anything else you want to say mother i just wanted to say thank you for having me on your show because um it's an honor because of all the people you know in the world you had me oh for my first guest yes for my first guest and i enjoyed that and thank you so much Well, you're welcome, and I uh, thank you for being here because you could have said, no, I don't want to do it. No, I'm a little scared. Or what? do we have to prepare? Do we have to do this? All the if, ands, buts, and worries in the world, and you didn't. You said, okay, you want to do it today? Let's do it today. And that's why we did it. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tune in to episode three. That will be out this week or next week. And... um You know, if you have any questions, you have any ideas, if you want to be interviewed on the podcast, then you can DM me at my Instagram at Angel B for real, A-N-G-E-L-L-B-E-E, the number four, real, R-E-A-L, Angel B for real. You can Instagram, you can DM me on there, on my Facebook at Angel um, Hunter. And um, other than that, You know, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Keep the faith.